You're listening to Love Starts Here, a podcast for smart, successful women who are ready to finally have the love they want and deserve. Whether your relationship status is single, dating, or it's complicated, this podcast is exactly what you need to take your love and life to the next level. And now, here's your host, certified love and life coach, Melissa Snow. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the podcast. I am excited because next week is Valentine's Day. I'm not excited about Valentine's Day. I actually (laughs) am not a big fan of it. I don't really celebrate it. Even now that I'm in a relationship with someone fabulous, I'm just not interested. But I do have an event that I put on every year called the Virtual Valentine's Day Dinner Party. It's for women only, and it is this Thursday, February 10th from 5 to 8 p.m. Mountain Time. The reason I'm telling you this is because... At this dinner party, I have eight amazing speakers, including today's podcast guest, Melissa Ledger. So these speakers are all talking on unique topics related to improving your relationship with yourself or other people, and they have each donated over $2,500 in prizes that we're giving away at the virtual Valentine's Day dinner party. So I will put the link in the show notes. I would love, 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 love to see many of you listeners there. That would be so fun. We also have a really sweet BOGO deal. So if you have a friend who wants to come and you buy your ticket together, you guys can get an awesome discount. So definitely be sure to check that out. And without further ado, here is my interview with the founder of Gumball Love, Melissa Ledger. Thank you so much. Good to be here. Yeah, I'm so excited to talk to you today about gumball love and gumball (laughs) guys. And I'm sure everybody listening is like, what the heck is that? So before we dive in, why don't you tell everybody just a little bit about you and what you do and how you got here? Yeah, absolutely. So it was about the summer of 2008 that my sister and I were driving. I'm from Nebraska originally, and we were driving from our little country house that my dad bought. And we were just talking about our friends, or one of her friends actually going through a divorce. And she told me this story about uh, her friend who was in her lawyer's office getting divorced and her husband was texting her and being nasty over text. And she kept showing her divorced a lawyer like, oh, look what he's saying now. And the lawyer said, you know, every time he puts in a quarter, you give him a gumball, stop giving him gumballs. And my sister and I were just driving in the car. And I remember looking up and it said, welcome to Nebraska, the good life, (laughs) because we were crossing the border from Iowa and Nebraska just going on I-29. And it just was like this moment that I, it it was weird that I remembered exactly where I was when she said that, because obviously it became my brand. And I, I never stopped thinking about what he said. Every time he puts in a quarter, you give him a gumball, stop giving him gumballs. And so in that story, her husband was just fighting with her and he was pushing her buttons. And so when the lawyer looked at her response as the gumball, I just kept thinking about it. And then I kept seeing it in other instances. And then we just kind of friends and my sister, we all kind of kept saying, oh, he just wants the gumball. And it evolved into this thing that we were just saying. So that's how it started. But for me, I was just a girl that could not find the right guy. I was you know, in my twenties and I was watching all my friends get married and then I turned 30 and then it was like, okay, what's going to happen? And about mid thirties, I was like, you know, 
I don't know that Nebraska is the right place for me. I always wanted to live in New York City. So in 2014, I moved to New York City and completely changed my whole life, my lifestyle. And that's where I launched this whole idea of Gumball Love. I started just taking on clients for free and trying to understand, basically, are you dating guys that are addicted to the sugar high of attention versus actually building meaningful connection with you? Mm-hmm. And I started really connecting the gumball, so to speak, as the dopamine high that we give guys. And we think when they're high, they're really into us. But then when the high wears off, they they ghost, they fade away. And in short, this concept really answers a lot of those questions of why is he into me and not into me? Like the book, he's just not that into you. Well, what about when he is into me? And now right. he's gone. I had every relationship book. I tried it all. And until I went to therapy and then I started working through Gumball Love, that's when everything started to gel. And then in 2020 of all years to meet the love of your life, I actually reconnected with uh, my significant other, Ian. We met in 2014 and then reconnected in 2020. And I should say, I reconnected with him at age 42. I'm 44 now. And I was always scared to say my age because I know a lot of girls that turn 40 think, oh my God, like, you know, it's never going to happen. And then I was 41. I'm like, I'm like, am I a relationship coach that hasn't found the relationship? And that used to really weigh on me. Mm-hmm. But I just thought, you know, I'm going to show girls that you can be happily single. It doesn't mean you want to be single but you can really create a life that you love. And now connecting my whole platform is really becoming who you actually are going toward what you actually want to do so that when you meet somebody, you are the most authentic version of yourself. Yeah. Because when we wait for the guy to complete us, so to speak, then you don't really know who you are. So then you're just trying to be what he wants versus comfortable in who you are. And then just enjoying each other and the relationship you have. Totally. Yeah. So you touched on it a little bit, but tell us a little bit more about what a gumball guy is. Yeah. So the phrase that started, as I said, was every time he puts in a quarter, you give him a gumball, stop giving him gumballs. So the gumball represents a a transactional relationship. So the transaction is where an attention addict provokes the other person to produce the type of attention desired in the moment. So Mm -hmm. When you're texting, when you're meeting guys, am I being provoked for a certain flavor of attention? So is it about sex? Does he want the sex gumball? Does he want a, he's, he wants a sexy picture? So that, that completes a transaction. Send a pic, you send the pic. He's like, oh yeah, ooh baby, you're hot, whatever. So there's his gumball. And then when he's high on the gumball and you, you see his response, that makes you feel like, okay, I've made him happy or it can make you feel validated. I also discovered another thing. When the guy is high on that gumball, it stirs up our fantasies of that kind of ideal love. And this Mm -hmm. guy could have maybe done two things out of a hundred that he needs to do, but we have this glimmer of hope like, oh my gosh, maybe he's my Jack Dawson. Maybe he's my Edward Cullen. You know, like maybe he's that guy. He's my Christian Grey, whatever your ideal guy is. And so we start filling in fantasy and it's making everything feel much more intense than it actually is. It's like, are you in reality in this relationship or are you in fantasy? So every time you're in an interaction, is he putting in the quarter to give a gumball? So the flavors are sex or drama. You know, the guy that's always kind of like confrontational, just a little bit. Mm -hmm. And you think you're having witty banter, but he's kind of like pushing a button and you're not really fighting, but what's the gumball he wants? 
Yeah. He wants you to fight with him. So that's his high. Mm-hmm. Or there's the entertain me guy that wants, I call him like the fussy baby. He's just never quite happy. He's the guy that you take him to an event and he doesn't know anybody. So he's going to be fussy. Uh-huh. Have to find somebody there to keep him entertained. So yeah. you can, you know what I mean? Like you can't enjoy yourself because you've got fussy baby with you or you've got the compete with her for me, the green gumball guy where it's like, and by the way, there's eight flavors and there's not a guy that's just one. So you could have a guy who's one of mine is pity me, like feel sorry for me. So he could be like, feel sorry for me, but also arouse me. I want red gumballs. I want blue gumballs. I want right. you to feel sorry for me, but I also want you to, you know, give me sex or do sexy things or send me pictures. So there can be many combinations. And I have a quiz coming out next month. You'll be able to take a quiz and you'll be able to see, okay, what flavors of attention does this guy primarily go for? And what are his like first, second? third, fourth choices. And you can start to see, am I just completing a transaction every time I'm around this guy? Is he just putting in a quarter for whatever gumball he wants? Or are we actually having a conversation where we're getting to know each other, where he actually cares about what I'm saying? He's actually listening and there is no gumball at the end. So if people walk away from this concept, thinking of anything, the opposite of gumball love is friendship. Mm. When you hang out with your friend, there's no transactions happening. There's no, oh, I've got to perform for this person. I've got to give them something in return. It's just you being you and them being them. And that's it. That's enough. Right. And that's how you know, oh, I could just show up and talk about whatever. And I didn't feel like I had to, I was being prompted to do something or demanded. Like, you know, some, some of these come across very pushy. Some of them are more subtle. So that's why this concept has taken me so long to really cultivate and and tweak because there's all these all these variables on a spectrum but the end result is you're completing the transaction you know so there's all these different there's eight different flavors of attention and a gumball guy or a gumball girl can be prompting you for any number of those and as soon as you start to understand these flavors and you're around people and you can see oh, okay This is where I'm completing the transaction. And it really helped me draw boundaries. So I could, I could say, okay, yeah, this person might be a little gumball-y as we call it. Like they might, but they don't, it doesn't mean that they're a terrible person. It just means that they're not as good at connecting on a deeper level. So I started to adjust my expectations. Like if I go to this person, they may listen to what's going on in my life if they're in that right mood. And so if I catch them in that mood and I, I like hanging out with them, then I can just take advantage of that moment. But I know, don't expect that every time. Right. Does that make sense? It does. And I would think at least to some degree, we all have gumball moments at least, yes. right? Where we have some need that we're like, I need to get this met. Maybe not consciously, but are putting something out there to try to get that need met. But I think what you're saying is there's a difference between that, which happens because we're all human beings and human being brains and someone who is intentionally looking for a relationship to meet that need over and over and over again. Yes, exactly. It's the difference of will this relationship survive if I don't give the gumball Mm. or if I take away the gumballs, what happens to this relationship? If I say to the guy, you know, I really am not comfortable sending you a picture if that's okay. But in the back of your mind, I want you to be thinking he already asked for it. So he's already revealing some character there. 
uh, or lack of character. But if, if it's, if you get the response of, oh, come on, where do you approve? Then, you know, he's give me the gumball. I want it. I'm going to keep pushing you till I get it. Right. That's where you can see like, is this about connecting with me at all? Any one of these doesn't necessarily mean you eliminate them right off the bat, but this system allows you to see red flags in categories. So yeah, it's like can, a filing system. Yes. It's a filing system. Like, okay, can you just hang out with me without me completing a transaction? Do I have to send a pic? Do I, you know, or am I feeling sorry for you all the time? Or is he the guy that's on a dating website, but he's convinced me gumball guy. Like, oh, I don't know if I believe in love anymore. So now you've got to try to convince him that love is real and that you're not like the other girls. So now you're giving him the white gumball. Like, it's like, okay, I'm now I have to sell myself. Mm-hmm. So anytime you're overcompensating and you you're giving a high or a rush, it's like, how many times am I doing this? And that's, that's your trigger. And to me, this got me out of dating these kinds of guys while I was in therapy. Cause I wasn't strong enough to just see it and be healthy enough on my own yet. And mm-hmm. so I would look at girls that were healthy, that were in good relationships. And I'd just be like, how do they do it? How are they so picky? How are they so confident in their decisions? I just couldn't understand how they could just let a guy go. I would think, oh my God, well, what if, what if he could change? You know what? I don't want to lose that opportunity. I mean, you're just saying, I just let this guy go. I didn't understand how, you know, and you get it being in a relationship too, how much you have to be committed and to think that anything was possible, that it could ever be possible with a guy who was so low effort, you know, to try to think I could change that guy. I understand it now, but I didn't then. So having a system that shows me, oh, I'm completing a transaction. I'm giving the gumball and I want a transformational relationship. I want real connection. I don't want, I want, you need friendship at the foundation. And that's usually, you can usually summarize your relationships with the wrong guy by saying, was he ever really your friend? Yeah. And that's almost always what's missing. Or they might be your friend in moments where it's convenient for them, or they get to be the guy that knows something, you know, it's like, is he, was he being your friend or did he just happen to be the expert in what you were asking him about? So he got to feel like, you know, super cool in the moment. Right. Or can he be there for you when nobody's looking and there's nothing in it for him other than just to be there for you? Right. Yeah. So what are some of the other major red flags? I mean, I assume that they are different depending on the color of the gumball, but Mm -hmm. are there certain similarities or things that women can look for that they will know? Okay. I think I might be dealing with a gumball guy. Yeah. I think in general, regardless of the flavor, you will find that there's inconsistency with his mood, his communication, it will be um, sometimes he's easy to please. Other times you're getting kind of a moody or irritable. And this is when you have, if you have a, an addict, so this, I believe this is an addiction. And this is that difference of, oh, do you just like it? Everybody loves attention. But if you're addicted to it, and this is, this is the currency of which you can you know, conduct your relationship, that's when you know it's crossing over. So signs are like getting irritable. Uh, not really listening to you, not responding to your messages, responding to some, not all. And then, you know, in each category, I have a free download. If you go to my Instagram or uh, website right now, there's a free download of all the, the red flags of the different flavors. 
and it, it's any one of them. So you can connect with sex or you can give somebody a high with sex. And, and we know the difference of that feeling. Like, are you connecting with me? Or are you connecting with what I'm doing for you? Mm-hmm. You know, or I'm trying to think of one we haven't talked about. Oh, chase me gumball guy. I mean, this is like probably the most epidemic, the guy that likes you to chase him. So he reaches out and then you respond and then he goes silent for a few hours, a few days, a few weeks, just depends. But it's that guy that one of my friends said this, and it's the best line. He just, just enough to keep you reeled in, but not enough to contribute to your life. Mm -hmm. So is he a contributor? Is he a believer in you? Is he paying attention to what you're doing? Or is all the interaction with him really about him? And in the end, the biggest summary is it's just always focused on him usually. And you feel like you're trying to get it back to the beginning. You're trying to reignite that intensity that used to be there. And so, but we can't, you can't maintain intensity and you wouldn't want to, right? I mean, when I used to try to teach this without being in a relationship, but now after being with Ian for two years, the idea of us being intense all the time is exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, I couldn't imagine. I mean, it's so wonderful. Like I really did find my person and we are so happy together every day and it's so easy, but to have an intense romance, the pressure of that would be, you know, it's just not realistic, but the actual real love is so much better than trying to be in a mountaintop moment all the time. I mean, just Mm -hmm. to wake up and, and feel that sense of peace and security is so valuable. Make fantasy, true friendship in your relationship every day. It's, it's better than you think it is, you know, way better. Yes. yes. I'm thinking as you're naming all of the different flavors of gumballs and describing them and stuff, like every single person you name, I'm like, oh, yep, that's him. Yep. That's him. I'm like filing all of my exes in the various colors. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And, and different combinations like, oh, he's a, he's a pity me, idolize me, compete for me. Yeah. That order. Like, yeah, he likes people to feel sorry for him, but he's always kind of bringing up other women. And then he's playing that chase me, you know, I'm Mr. Unavailable or he's a fight me, pity me. I think that is one of the worst combinations. A guy that's super argumentative, but then uses the whatever's going on in his life. Well, I've just got all these things and you don't understand. And then, then he's putting her down because, you know, she's whatever, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. He's starting the fight. (laughs) It's very exhausting. And when you know what's going on, as you change how you respond, that's also a huge reveal of what you're looking, what, what he's looking for from you. Mm-hmm. And I would think most of the time it has to just be enough that you have identified the flavor of gumball. I can see some of my listeners and probably even me in the past, like, okay, I need to help him understand. <laughs> I need him to see what flavor he is and help him to understand why he's being like that and call him out on this. And like, at some point, that's not your obligation. At some point, you just want to know what you know and use that information to walk away and protect yourself as opposed to like stepping in and being the person who saves him from his own flavor. Yeah. It's a really good point. But the difference between a guy who might say, oh, I relate to that. And this is the guy you can help. Like if a guy's like, yeah, I can see myself doing that. Or maybe I do start to feel sorry for myself. And I do want some pity gumballs, like make me feel better. Yeah. But are you making your friends or your family, you know, like, is that 
what they have to do to stay in a relationship with you. Right. Is that, is that what the core of what your relationship yes. is about? Yeah. I mean, I feel like gumball love just gives you a little bit of perspective of what motivates this person. What is it that is keeping this relationship going? And that's where you really can separate connection versus attention. Mm-hmm. Do I have to give you attention and get you high? And that's when you pay attention to me, or that's when it's fun to hang out with you. And it's hard out there. I mean, online dating attracts, I think it attracts a lot of low effort people mm-hmm. and it it provides the environment to be low effort and still meet people. Mm-hmm. So you can literally be laying down on your couch, meeting people, yeah. which is unfortunate. It feels like you should have to be like dressed. You should at least ready. have to sit up. <laughs> right? yeah. You should at least have to sit up and be somewhat presentable. But, you know, I think that's where you win filtering. I have a phrase in Gumball of filter like a freak. You have to filter out the bad guys and you have to do it swiftly. Like the guy that said four words to you online does not deserve a five minute explanation of why you're blocking him or deleting him. You just, he just needs to be removed from your space and only letting people through that actually are showing some signs of, oh, this guy puts in effort. He actually, types complete sentences and reads my profile and responds appropriately. You know, a real professional, a guy that's got manners. And, you know, it's, it's amazing what we let through the filter. because We get into that weird world online. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, if you've been on there for so long, you start to forget, okay, what should I be filtering again? And if you're looking at a guy and it's like, there's 14 red flags and you're still like, I don't know, you know, it's like, yeah, you might need a break or to reevaluate what you're letting through and yeah. dating less, but higher quality. I yeah. The, the struggle is real. And For sure. I definitely feel qualified to speak on the topic because I went through years of online dating, just oh, the agony, but I feel so excited to help people with a, so much more of a powerful filtering tool to take away so much of that, ugh, just that horrible, negative, overwhelming feeling. And you yeah. can make it fun again and enjoy it, take breaks, come back and you know, not make it be, I've got to find my husband this week online. Right. right. Yeah. So why do you think that some women seem to attract these types of men over and over again? Oh, you've got great questions. We attract the same guy over and over again because we don't know who we are. We don't know who we want. So we go online or even in real life and we're trying to be what every guy is looking for. So if you're clicking on do this one thing and then he'll commit to you. When you're in the mindset, I've got to be what men want, which is the mindset I was in for so long. It made me not think about what I want mm-hmm. and what I need. What do I actually need? What do I actually want? And I started really pinpointing instead of going online and looking at a guy and being like, okay, so he's a musician with long hair and plays a guitar. Like, could I do that life? You know, I would sit there and think about, could I do that life? But it was like, that wasn't quite what I was looking for. And, and you do have to start getting specific. And that would scare me a little bit because. I would think, well, what if I'm, what if the musician with the long hair really is amazing? And I'm, you know, and then you start thinking, oh my God, I'm gonna lose all these opportunities. But as you get more clear on what you're looking for, your beliefs, your values, and even that it's like, am I really going to eliminate all the guys that don't have the same faith as me? Well, is that what's important to you? Because if it is, you, you can't not be aligned there. 
And so that's, it's the difference of what do men want versus what do I want and what do I need? And once you make that shift and you're not sitting there trying to be good enough, or you know, you are enough, you know what you have to offer. Here's the key thing. What kind of a life do you have with somebody that's mediocre or doesn't quite meet your needs? So then you have to kind of live this half life, like <laughs> half life. Yeah. And so I started realizing, wow, I'm, I'm holding myself back. And then, I, then I was like, who is that guy? Who is this guy that I'm living? I'm thinking about, and I'm trying to not be too much for, do I even like that guy? Right. I don't, you know, I mean, but I had to sit there and be like, I don't even like that guy that I'm trying to be good enough for <laughs> that. I hope wants me because I don't even want him now. And then that was like these huge shifts like, oh yeah, I guess I don't want you either. Great. Okay. And you just have to let go of the ones that aren't it. If I just would have known, walk away. It's fine. You're not missing out. Yeah. But I just felt saved like so much time and so uh, much brain power. <laughs> years, years. <laughs> But it's hard to do in the moment. You're like, do I really just walk away? And I tell girls like, look, I say to walk away, but you've got the heart involved. You've got the emotional attachment. So it's not as easy. But once you realize what's at stake, how much time you're wasting, that you aren't missing out, that there's so much more to life than being in a relationship. Mm -hmm. There's so much more that you need to add to your life too. Like you want to be on the path of going where you want to go, not waiting for the guy to be in your life to direct you. So yeah, attracting the wrong guy over and over again, it's because you're not changing anything about yourself and you're hoping he's the end all be all like the, the diamond ring, the house, that's not where the happiness is, Mm -hmm. but it's what we think. And we keep pursuing it because Hollywood keeps selling it to us over and over again. Right. That's a whole other episode. <laughs> it is a whole other episode. <laughs> so last question, what can women do to avoid gumball men or at least avoid wasting too much time on them? Learn the red flags early on and really start to observe what's going on. Try to be in the moment when you're with them. But then when you are done, my therapist would always tell me, reflect after and really ask yourself what's actually going on look at your communication and ask yourself, am I completing a transaction or are we investing in each other? Are there qualities of friendship here? They have friends and they care about your relationships to your family, your, your friends as well. That's, that's a huge sign. But if, if they're not investing in your life at all, then that's when you really need to start thinking about how, why is this guy, what are you fantasizing about? What, what fake life are you creating? You know, have you married him before you even met him? Are you Mm -hmm. marrying him after date one or two, Mm -hmm. you know, and what, and why, what information are you taking from that? What are you adding to it? That is creating this false fantasy that you're now you're pursuing something that is it even real? So yeah, that's what I would say is really stop and observe and try not to get caught up in that whirlwind until you really are stable and you can see consistency over time. That's awesome. Well, I will put all of your information in the podcast notes so that everybody can check out gumball love and check out the red flags for all the different flavors and get acquainted with that. And I'll put all that information in the show notes. And Melissa, thank you so much for being a guest on the podcast. Absolutely. My pleasure. 
Thanks for listening to the Love Starts Here podcast. For more tips, tools, love and support, be sure to join the Love Starts Here Facebook group. To learn more about how you can work one-on-one with Melissa to take your love and life to the next level, visit www.melissamsnow.com. 